Your bangs are straight. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. I think they look adorable straight. They, yeah, they, well, I love them straight, but I was just trying to be curly and um, they were not having any part of it. Yeah. I think the I only think way that you like did it is if you... thickened them up, you know, like... Oh, you know, yeah. Like, no. thickened them up, maybe. That's a lot of that's a lot of bangs. Yeah. And then if you didn't like it, you have to grow all that back out. Yeah. yeah. So, forget it. I like them straight. Okay. Well, we are back, everybody. Um, we had to take a another small hiatus so that I could get moved. Because, as most of you know, moving will make you crazy. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Moving will literally kill you. Yeah. So there was no tears, which was great. It, I was um, really, really happy with this <laughs> round of Let's Move Julie. It was amazing. It was um, so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Super easy. Hired myself some movers to load up. Next time, maybe you'll hire un- for unloading too. too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not made of money. I mean, true, but... <laughs> Movers uh, is not cheap. Did I tell you that somebody wanted to charge me $1,500? To pack up... No. And move me 14 miles? To pack up two rooms and a storage unit? Mm-hmm. No. Pretty much. That was like... Yeah. Anyway. So... No. We're in... And it's not 15 miles. You're on the north end of Ben. I mean, Redmond right Okay, now. so what? Like, it's... Like, 14 miles between the two, like, welcome signs, and then what, maybe another So five? here, let me, help, let me help you. Your Walmart exit is mile point 119. Okay. Revere is 137. Okay, but I, my mom's well, house so is like, way north but, of um, Revere. Empire is 135. Okay. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just helping you. I don't do math. Well... That's how my posts work. I know. <laughs> so helpful. Um, so we have set up our little recording studio in my dining room, and um, I think it's going to work pretty well. It's good sound. Yeah. It's, it's comfortable It's a little chairs. bit echoey. No, I hate kitchen chairs. I'm going to get cushions for them. Yeah. I'm going to get cushions I'm gonna for I'm going to just bring a cushy, like, I'm going to bring the recliner out every day. When I come over, I'm just kidding. No, this is great. I like it. It's um, we're obviously in the same building, which is nice. I know. We get to see each other. Um, we are recording on Tuesday, so we didn't get to watch together because uh, we kind of said, "Oh shit, are we recording this week right. on Sunday?" <laughs> um, and we've been building a big shop at our house, so I've been, you know, that thing is massive. It's ginormous. It's like bigger than your house. No. I mean, taller. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. when he gave the perspective of that person, I was like, holy shit. Well, that person's also crouched down. Okay. Still. In a corner. That, it's like but, an arc upside down. No, like, it's an arc. You know what I'm saying. It's like, an arch you, right side up. An arch. I meant an arc. Like the boat. But then you. <laughs> I'm just saying it's huge. Yes. Yes, it is. It's huge. And it is, um, it's like 18 feet in the center. Wow. Yeah. He's going to be able to store so much stuff in there. Yeah, like all of it. The boat. Get the boat out of the carport. Yeah. That's but you just have to make sure he doesn't buy more stuff to fill it up with. No. I, it's not my money. Do what you want, bro. <laughs> do you have time for all those hobbies? No, you do not, sir. Right. Do what you want. I know. I don't have time for most of the hobbies that I want to do. I don't have any time anymore. Nope. Work, work, work. Yeah. Make that money. 
Um, so they're they're like in yeah, the grain. Yeah, they are. I know. Isn't I was it weird? Like it. there's holes in my in my table, but they're meant to be there. Yeah, it's not like somebody took a fork and just stabbed it. Even though when I looked at this one, I kind of right. It's not. Um, so yeah, so we are going to attempt a weekly. Recordings and and we'll probably go back see, to like a Sunday or something. Yeah, once see how we it figure goes. out our life. Um, what is life? I Nobody don't. Have, I don't have life figured out. Um, so yeah, I think we should just go ahead and get started. Let's do it. Yeah. So tonight we are episode ten, and we are starting with "How I Met Your Mother." Episode titled "The Fight." Um, which opens with Ted. Oh, wait, I was going to say something. Oh, go ahead. So, um, one of the things that Julie and I just recently talked about the last time we were talking about the podcast is how we kind of got away from, um, our original intent of doing crossovers and like talking about the shows. And at least the last few times that I've been an active participant, I feel like I was just detailing scene by scene Mm -hmm. which is kind of lame because y'all watched it already um (laughs) so I didn't take notes specifically because my notes would have just been scene by scene of the show yeah but I do have the um wiki fandom page up and then we're just gonna talk we're gonna talk like talkers yeah I think I think that's a good thing I have my notes but we're just gonna kind of still yeah you know walk through it and not, um, yeah, not take it line by line or anything like that. Yeah. So it may end up being a little bit shorter right now yeah. while we f- re-figure out our groove, but you don't need us telling you the show. <laughs> no. We're Although, gonna, if we're you say that's what you want, we'll do it. <laughs> no, I, it's I more about reacting. Really want to, yeah. yeah, reacting to the show. So, um, on that note, since this How I Met Your Mother episode starts with um, Ted kind of talking about like why do people fight you know like kid little kids fight and then adults and all that kind of stuff um, you have more siblings than I do I have a lot of siblings but I will say this when it came down to it my sister would bl- we would bloody each other like it wasn't like yeah we didn't do that it wasn't like slap and run away or like push and run away like it was drag down like punching each other until somebody was bleeding no, we didn't do that. We had a lot of anger, <laughs> and we did not understand how to express it, so we expressed it with our fists. Yeah, we hit each other a lot. My mom, I don't understand. Like, maybe well, it's because I don't like to get hit, so I did not actively participate in any of that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, even the rest of my siblings didn't, like... By the time I was... There was only unintentional blood. Yeah. By the time I was 10, Brittany was the same height as me. Yeah. And then by the time I was, like... 13 she was taller than me yeah and so that's funny um but my mom would always say that too because being one of four siblings and all girls she was like we never beat each other up like that I don't understand what's wrong with you two and I was like well we just beat each other up um but Ted um we're we're still reeling from him being left at the altar right so it keeps coming up um, and what's funny is, 
you know, the, the time gap of when we last recorded and, and previous to that, I kind of, you know, um, forgotten yeah. that Ted was yeah. left at the altar. So he says that the worst thing about it, though, is the pity. And so he's at the bar and Wendy is like, I'll bring you a menu and don't worry, I'll, I'll come be back. back. Yeah, I mean, I've never been left at the altar, but uh, I, the the breakup pity is real, and, and it's my my least favorite thing in life is when somebody says <clears throat> something along the lines of it's okay they didn't know how good they had it or you know those, oh, those yeah. kinds of comments to me are like no they they knew what they had they just didn't want it. Right. It's not sugarcoated here. No, it's, um, and I mean, I think of it like something that, you know, happened embarrassing and your friends keep bringing it up or, you know what I mean? Like in high school when you fell down and everyone, and you know, but of course being left at the altar 10 times worse, he's, you know, second guessing himself and he looks at the group and he goes, yeah, we need to find a different bar. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's so, hating the pity that he's willing to go further than the bar downstairs. It's it's like the most convenient bar. Right. And he says, nope, we're, we can go literally anywhere else. Anywhere else. Although it's New York, so there's probably another bar like literally across the street. a couple feet, yeah. Um, Barney does a really funny thing where uh, he zones out and is staring at a girl and he responds with um, show titles from 70s and 80s sitcoms. Yes. And he's like... He's like, what's happening? And then uh, different strokes. Like, yeah. very funny. Um, and they all seemed actually, like, they kind of worked, but not really. Because Lily says to him, Barney, how about we go upstairs and I'll let you do things to me that I don't let Marshall do. Yeah, and, he and I goes, think that's the, when he strokes. said different strokes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, kind of. I mean, it could work, but it, you're not. And I'm really surprised that that didn't, like, snap Barney out of it. All right? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's Lily. Right. So um, we are finally introduced to a new character at the bar, and this is Doug, who is the other bartender besides Carl, who Marshall thinks is a vampire. Correct. Um, and Doug... Wait, has he said that yet, though? Yeah, because that's the Ooh, shots right, 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 that, right, right, that right. lead to the pineapple incident. Right. We're going to be making those around Halloween, I've decided. It's around Halloween right decided. now. I know, but like closer. Um, so the funny thing is, is that they do this little montage of like previous scenes and now Doug is superimposed in the back like when Barney's going to go for the lesbian and you're like Doug wasn't there no, he and was so not. and it looks terrible. No, um, it looks great. I no. love it. So Doug um is how we say nicely not mentally balanced. Um, um correct. He he's a little off. So they say there's three things that he that he does is um you can't look at his hair um, you can't like do something else. And then he's, he, he's super loyal to his favorite customers. So it turns out that he has kicked people out of their booth before in order for them to sit there. And one of them was a priest and a nun, which is terrible. It's so terrible. But they try and tell him like, no, don't worry about it. Okay. You know, they're sitting in the corner booth that we've seen them in before the, the semi round one. And he's like, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it back for you. So he goes over there and yells at the guys, which ends up being he, like, 
they say or whatever, let's take it outside. And Doug comes over and is like, okay, guys, let's go with me. We're no, going to fight no, them. No, he says, okay, ladies, if you just go right over here to your, your booth, booth, gentlemen, gentlemen. You'll, you'll need to go outside with me. Um, so they kind of go through the, like, you know, fighting, it's not worth it, like, don't do it. Um, we find out that Robin likes men who fight. Robin likes her bros just a little, uh... Not not scruffy, but a little scraggly, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, she mentions if they have scars, they have a robin. If they have a lost tooth, she's losing her pants. Like, yeah. And, you know, Lily kind of gives her a funny look, and she's like, come on, I'm Canadian. Like, That's... she likes hockey players, and um, I do think it's kind of funny. I mean, Yeah. And that's kind of the reason most people go to hockey games, isn't it? To see him like throw down. I mean, that's I don't know. Me I've only personally. been to one hockey game in my entire life. Yeah, the only professional one I've been to was the San Jose Sharks, but it I've been was to like the. I'm pretty sure it was the Kings. The yeah. Kings versus the Ducks, which is you know both home teams. Right. The Anaheim Ducks, not the Oregon Ducks. I knew that you meant okay. the Anaheim I'm Ducks. I'm just explaining it for all of our oh, okay. massive followers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they know that U of O doesn't have a hockey team. Well, <laughs> just clarifying. Um, but Marshall and Lily both say that it's, you know, immature. And one of the scenes of fighting was two kids in Lily's classroom. And, you know, she tries to tell them, like, it's stupid. Don't do it. And sh- they're like, yeah, but we, we are, are juvenile. Ju- like, oh, yeah, are, she's yeah, Juvenile. Um, and then Ted gives us kind of a recap of the quote unquote fights he's ever been in, Which including is like the goat. None. Um, right. Including getting punched I, by the guy um, on St. Patrick's Day. Right. Again, not yeah, a fight. Not a fight. Um, I have to imagine that, and like, I think there's a joke at some point. I don't remember. It's not in this episode, but that. Like the only other person Ted had ever fought with was his sister, and she like and beat she him up. Yeah. yeah, it's something Wait, like that. Is it them or is it Ross, Ross and, and Monica? Monica. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm getting it confused because I'm pretty sure that Monica. It's definitely Ross and Monica. Monica but beat the crap it could out of Ross a few be. times. Yeah, um, but Marshall says that he used to fight with his brothers, and we get this like imaginary scene of them basically like tickle fighting and then drinking cocoa and everybody's like laughing and whatever. And, and this they have such a weird view of like Midwestern apparently. But what what everyone kind of is forgetting is like Marshall's the shortest of his right. two brothers. These dudes are massive. Right. Like and boys are weird. Boys are weird. Um so Ted says that he's gonna go out there. Barney goes to impress Robin and it kind of works because she starts getting like all hot and bothered. She's like googly before he even he's like here, hang this on a wooden stake. Yeah. With his jacket, and she's already googly. So they get outside, and it turns out Doug has already beat up all three guys. All three guys. But he Except- thinks Ted <laughs> and Barney helped him, and he's like, No, of course you guys were here. I didn't do this all by myself. You've got free drinks for life. Right? And so he goes back in, and Barney's like, You know, we have to show them that we were in a fight. So he punches himself in the eye. Which was not the move that I thought he was going to do the like first time watching punch it. Punch himself in the nose? No, oh. just straight for Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> to go for like be one for one and then be yeah. like hit me back yeah that actually would have made more sense um and then he punches ted in the nose 
And what's really funny is Ted's like down, kind of down on the ground. And Barney goes, are you crying? He goes, yes, yes. you punched me in the nose. Like, hello. hello. Yeah, you're going to cry. That it's is like, very it's painful. Like a, um, it's an even reaction. If you're, even if you're not actually crying, it's a physical reaction oh, yeah. of your body. Um. So Doug, like... Ted wants to just go in there and like play it low key and just be like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, and just we, get the girls. That yeah, they can get. Like, or you know, we didn't we didn't do a lot. We just we were out there for Doug, and Doug has told everyone and that Ted and Barney like they saved get a the day. Standing ovation oh, yeah. upon reentry. Yeah, and Robin is like Robin is all up and down over it. She's like wants to touch Barney's eye. Like oh, it's, it's still warm. It's ew. <laughs> but Marshall doesn't believe it. Of course um, not. He's like, there's Marshall no makes... way. Yeah, he's like, there's no way that you guys did that. Doug brings over free drinks except for Marshall. Right. And he's Marshall's like, like, for you, for you, for you, seven fifty. He's like, well, I will pay for my drink because it's you know like the principle of it. You don't need to fight. And they do mock Marshall. He's like, you know what I was doing while you were out there? And they're like, your nails. <laughs> the the quarterback of the football team, because he told you you were pretty. And then Lily laughs at one of them. And he's like, hello. And she's like, yeah, yeah sorry. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Um, so. But uh, doesn't Lily ask Marshall to come in to talk to the kids? Yeah. So that- that's the next one. So she... She has Marshall come in um, and basically tell the kids that it's not cool to fight. Like, you need to work it out with your words. And he has two little puppets. He has um, Mahatma Panda and Martin Martin (laughs) Luther Luther Koala. Yeah. Um, And the kids are having none of it. They're like, you're a wuss. And they start fighting again Yeah. Yeah. Just throw down. Um, But Ted and Bernie do use the story to impress a couple of girls. And then... Like, they basically, they tell them, well, we did it because some guy sat at our booth. And then turn around, and there's two dudes sitting, sitting in at their the booth. booth. Um, and I'm sorry, if I was one of those girls, as soon as they said, well, it was because they sat in their booth, I'm just like, you know what? This ride is closed for business. Yeah. If it was something where they were like, oh, this guy, like grabbed this girl and we you know threw down i mean even just a yeah, little bit of i where mean it was more like, valor than selfishness right but it's like because they sat in well and it's funny because it's that they weren't upset about it it was just doug anyway so um they barney goes over to yell at these dudes and they're like oh are you ted are you barney and they're like here's your lawsuit yeah you're being sued for um, assault. So they immediately take it to their lawyer. Oh yeah, I totally would too, man. I need I need a lawyer. We need a backup lawyer. Um, I know a lot of people that do a lot of things, but I don't know very many. I don't think I know a lawyer. Uh, oh wait, I know a business lawyer in Portland, but I think I'd still have to probably pay him. <laughs> yeah, so that's down. not that's not the same as having a lawyer. No, like have a. You always have to have that. Like, could you I, marry a lawyer for us? I mean, I can work it out. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, is there like a is there like a lawyer bumble? I bet there is. <laughs> Give me just a second here. All right. Well, I'm, I'm googling lawyer, lawyer bumble or like, yeah. Don't say Tinder to me. Don't say. That I did uh, while browsing my TikToks. <sighs> I love TikTok. <laughs> while browsing my TikToks, I saw an ad for. A new Christian dating app. Oh, God. So there's that. Okay. 
we're going to um, talk about TikTok at the end because I've gone down the rabbit hole. But the boys go up to the Bumble apartment. For serious relationships. Lawyer dating site. There you go. Um, and Marshall decides to totally mess with them and tells them that they're at least going to serve or they could possibly serve some time in prison. And um, they're like freaking out, you know, um, Ted says, well, actually, I could get some writing done. I could get a lot of reading done. Oh, I could work out a lot. And Barney's like, no, we can't go. Plus, the food is really starchy. Yeah. Um, But so then they finally admit to Marshall that they didn't do it. They didn't hit anybody. Actually, Barney says, well, I did. I hit myself and Ted. Yeah. Um, And so Robin comes in and asks Barney to, I think, a hockey game. But either way, yeah, it's no, it's, it's a hockey Rangers. game. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, hey, do you want to go? It's kind of stupid. Maybe yeah. you don't." And then, just as um, Marshall is about to leave, he looks at Robin and he says, "These guys made it up," and he like leaves and shuts the door. And she, she is so <laughs> done with it. She's like, "Uh, we we kind of get the very first of her, but um, and yeah. she goes." Oh, I can't go tonight. I have that thing. That, that, uh, um, that, that uh, yeah, we get the butt um. And so she literally just backs up and then flees into her room. Um, so Marshall talks to the guys that got assaulted. I, I made a note and called them the plaintiffs, which I don't actually think is right, but I couldn't think of the other. What's, what's the word when it's the person who's suing? Is, am I right? Are they yeah, the, plaintiff? the plaintiff? Okay. I just. Defendant is. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, so he tells them, you know, my friends weren't actually involved. They kind of went along with it because of this. And then apparently he tells those guys some really embarrassing stories about Barney and Ted. And like Ted played the cymbals in a medieval chamber orchestra. Not surprising. Part of the Little Ivies. And like he's super proud of it still. I kind of enjoy Ted for that of like, he does he's like he doesn't care he he likes what he likes yeah um so marshall convinces them though to drop the suits against bernie and ted which unfortunately means that only doug is being sued right which then they realize is a very very big mistake big mistake and so when doug finds this out he takes him in the back bernie runs away um, but then between like Marshall and Ted, Doug admits that it probably was just him because he blacks out a lot. Yeah. And like so he says he's it got like such rage. A, uh, yeah. He's got something. He says it was such like a straight face. He's like, well, that actually makes sense. I black out a lot. Um, but in the conversation of like Ted saying, you know, I didn't do this, Doug is like, well, at least I didn't get left at the altar. Yeah. And that is and so that's mean. when Ted like, loses his shit. So Ted punches Doug, which doesn't do much, it, I'm sure. Just more in rate. Like, don't poke the bear. Right. Um, And hurts his hand because punching someone in the face it really hurts. hurts. I've only punched, like, one person in the face, like, for reals, mm-hmm. and it hurt my hand a lot. Um, But... uh. So Doug knocks Ted out, and when Ted comes to, like, you know, um, Doug is 
out on the ground too. And then we see Ted telling Lily's classroom full of kids, like, it's not worth it to fight. And the same two kids are like, where do you find these guys? Like, they're all... They're so lame. They're so lame. But what we find out is... Marshall punched Doug out because the fights that he used to get into with his brother were like backyard jackass style WWE brawls, like blood and like just beating the holy shit out of each other. In their mom's living room. At least do it in your basement. At least like not in your mom's living room. I would kill somebody i know and then the whole time that the scene of them beating on each other is murder train in the back yeah, which is which is great i know i love that that's the song i love that it. like comes up it's so um i think it's just one of those things that proves the writers of how many your mother were they're just in keeping it for the track. long yeah. yeah keeping track so well um and then we get a flash to Thanksgiving three to five years in the future where Marshall's using a lightsaber. Oh, because this was something that he brought up earlier in the episode. It was just like a random offhanded comment about, you know, lightsabers being available and he watches the Star Wars forums and so, you know, he thinks it's really going to happen. I'm happy to say that has not happened. No. No. Um, I think that a lightsaber at Thanksgiving dinner would be... uh, cause to send you to the ER kind of like people who fry their turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and end up at the ER. Hey, if you're going to deep fry a turkey, go in slow. Oh, yeah. Right. A lot. Just, yeah. Just go in slow. Go in slow and steady. So you know what this kind of makes me think of now that we're talking about it is Ross having to play rugby. Red oh, yeah. Ross. Red yeah. Ross. Like, and just getting absolutely obliterated mm-hmm. by these huge dudes. So, yeah. He didn't, well, yeah, he did have to play. He didn't. Emily even says to him, like, you don't have to. No, no, that's why he had to. (laughs) You know that's girl code for don't be a You should better do it. Yeah, you better do it. That's funny. Um, I don't, yeah, like, this episode is one of those ones that, um, besides bringing up, like, that we're still in the aftermath of Ted being left at the altar and Robin lives with him. Yeah, Yeah, it's just more kind of like it's funny for the sake of maybe like being funny. Um, And I'm not sure like you could actually punch yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like wouldn't you... I don't know. You can't inflict pain on yourself. It's very difficult. I mean you can. You can. You definitely can if you're a sociopath. Well, and we all know um, that, unfortunately, some of the things girls have to do, like waxing, is inflicting pain on ourselves. But, yeah. it, you know, we get it done. Um, do you want to take a real quick break before we do friends? No, I'm good. No? Okay. Let's keep going then. So, we are on Friends Episode 10, the one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. Which is very Ted and Stella. Oh yeah, because he spends all the of his train time ride going on the back train. and forth to New Jersey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so I did not. I already said this. I didn't actually make notes, but I have the plot right up in front of me, which is basically like notes. Yeah. Um. Ross and Rachel. And Monica are not really super stoked about... Oh, it's almost Christmas. And and Phoebe is um, 
making a new song for them for Christmas. And the first version that she sings kind of at the beginning here is um, really tough to get into. And she has a hard time, you know, rhyming Rachel's name. <laughs> but don't worry, Joey jumps in with lots of suggestions. Right. Jail, mail. Bagel. Cable. <laughs> and so, you know, that's, that's good Joey for you. And um, Monica's not stoked about it because she's still having a really hard time at the restaurant because, surprise, everybody hates her. She thought things were going better. Everybody was being really nice or everybody was smiling. And turns out it just says, quit, bitch, on her hat. So. Whoa. Oh, hi. hi. If everybody hasn't met her before, my one of my cats has oh. decided that she needs to love on Kathleen. Honey, I can't reach that far. I know. Okay. She wants somebody to sit on up. the floor with her. Um, she says something and Chandler says, you know, well, aren't you the boss? Can't you just fire them? And she's like, no, I can't. I just did that and it didn't go over well. And they come up with this scheme to hire Joey so that she can fire him. So that, you know, it's not really... It's, it's really staged, and then people will be afraid of her. And so um, he... Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, still super sore. And, oh, from yeah, building? From everything. And Joey's all in it for this plan. He's, he's going to let Monica fire her, and he's ready. And then he has, like, $500 cash in his hand. I do I like that, Ch so it's Chandler's suggestion because he heard about a director that used to do this. Ooh, yes. And he's like, I think it was Orson Welles, and I agree. I actually do think that that's a true story. Um, I didn't look it up, but it's really funny because Joey goes, Does he does do this, Burger King? Does he do Burger King commercials? Is this why I got fired last week? And Chandler just goes, yeah. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> but, um, what... What movie, what does Orson Welles direct like that? I mean, I know his name, but I can't. So he, really... so he did, um, Orson Welles was like War of the Worlds and a bunch of um, stuff during the, um, gosh, like super 30s and 40s and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So he did Citizen yeah, King, yeah, yeah, Touch yeah. of Evil, okay. Lady from Shanghai. Got like it. They're really intense movies and like a little film noir and... That kind of stuff. Oh, kitty cat, I'm you gotta trying stop. I'm to, to come up here, but you're not having it. You so. gotta stop. Come here. Yeah, just come hold here. her. That's what she wants. You need me to hold her. Just you. hold her and love her. Yeah. Like a little baby. Yeah, but not on your back, huh? No. That's just my cat. She doesn't like that. Um, so she, she's, sorry, Joey's like, now he's regretting saying that he, would be fired because he's got money. He's also come up with um, an alternate personality for working at Dragon, and <laughs> he's started to make friends with them or with the other employees, and Monica's like, oh, well, that's great. You can just uh, tell them nice things about me. And he goes, no, they, they really don't like you, and right? I'm trying to fit in. Oh, my God, this is totally later when Phoebe... Uh, Phoebe comes to the oh, retirement party yes. for the apartment guy, and Ross is like, "Why do they all hate me?" And she's like, "Well, I mean, you didn't, you didn't pay, put, you didn't, you didn't pitch in for the or the whatever, yeah, his retirement thing." Yeah, and she's oh, like God. now best friends with all of his 
um, not roommates, uh, neighbors. Neighbors. Jesus. Words are hard. Words are hard. But before we, all this, we have Rachel wanting a Christmas love. Yeah, so, um, Rachel and I, uh, can agree on this. I do not like to be single for the holidays. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. But she's, they're sitting in the coffee shop and Gunther, she's on the couch and Joey's on the couch and Gunther is behind them and Rachel's saying things like, oh, I, I don't want to be single. I, uh, I just want I just someone. Want someone. And I then want a man. She says, I want a man. And you just see Gunther's Gunther face like, fall. Wah, wah. Guess I'm like, out again. <laughs> um, so she is... You know, bummed and Chandler. Chandler is like the hero of this episode. He gives Monica the good idea. Yep. He says, "Hey, Rachel, I know some." Well, so she's like, he starts to bring up the idea about setting her up, and he goes, "Yeah, except you know, most of these guys aren't really looking for a serious relationship." And she goes, "Well, maybe I'm not looking for something. Maybe I'm just looking for a fling." I haven't been flung in a while. And then Joey says, "I know what I'm getting you for Christmas." <laughs> So, the next day or a couple days later at work, Chandler is talking to some of his coworkers, and he's like, oh, hey, I, you know, I want to set you up with Rachel, and a second coworker's like, oh, super hot Rachel from the Christmas party, and that leads to those two bickering and Chandler um, getting things from them. He turns into a pimp. Yeah. (laughs) Except... Like, the worst kind of pimp, because he's not even paying Rachel right? with any of this. He's, ta- he's keeping He's all keeping the it all. He, all the so Knicks bad. tickets, so all bad. the ties. He gets a guy's jacket. And um, he... At first, Rachel's like, no, you can't tell people that I just want to have a fling, because then that makes me sound like a sleuzy. So he overcompensates and corrects in the other direction and tells the guy that she went on a date with that she wants a relationship. And that doesn't go over well either. No. Well, but also she she does put out on the first date. Oh, yeah. yeah. She goes, between you saying that and me putting out on the first date, oh, he's going to get the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and... Uh, you know, all, I, this particular th- this particular uh, plot summary is very detailed on the characters. I basically decided last night that I wasn't going to go in order, so it kind of just details um, the individual storylines. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the paragraph that talks about Ross, which is actually how we started this whole episode, with Ross on a train to Poughkeepsie because he went on a date... Or no, he met this girl on the train, mm-hmm. and that's where she lives, and so he was going to go on a date with her. And then one of the things that he says while he's in the coffee shop is, well, the girl from Poughkeepsie, she's really cute and smart. And but, funny. And funny, but there's this other girl who lives just around the corner, and like that's that's her only good quality. She's, she's pretty, she's not as smart, and she's not funny, there was a joke she made, and either I didn't get it or she's racist. Yeah. 
So that's not good. But I do think what's really funny when he first comes in and says that he, you know, he went on a date and she lives out in Poughkeepsie, so it's a two-hour train ride. But he says that he had been, he had gone to a museum out of town and then saw her and then, like, sat by the exit so she would have to walk by. And Chandler goes, are you so late because you were burying this woman? (laughs) Yeah. Because truthfully, the whole, like, sitting at the last um, chair so that someone has to walk by you or something like that is creepy. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Apparently it worked for him and whatever. That's fine, Ross. It's not fine. No, not really. Um, He decides that he's not going to continue to try and date the girl from Uptown, even though it was a joke. She's not racist. But she's not funny. But she's not funny. (laughs) So he decides that he... Well, the gang kind of convinces him that he needs to actually just break up with both of them. Because the girl from Poughkeepsie, she's not close. It's not convenient. He's tired all the time. So... I think it was it Phoebe it's that Phoebe. said it's just like just break up with them both. Just break up go, with them. Go, go up to Poughkeepsie. Break, break up with her, and then on your way back, you can break up the girl. In and the by uptown. the time you get home, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so, but instead, he falls asleep on the train. Yes, he does. And he ends up in Montreal, Canada. Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. Do trains go inter inter? Internationally? Inter- technically intercontinentally. In, no, no, or no, I guess you're right. Inter- internationally. Um, let's Without look. making you have a passport, or like when you get off, do you have to have your passport checked? And I, I know this was the mid-90s, so very different, but like... So my thought You can't even be... walk... You can't even walk to Mexico. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Not from here. Um, but you can't just cross the border in Mexico anymore. Well, no, and my thought would be maybe it's something similar to um, when you, like, used to be able to go into, like, Mexico and Baja for a day. You could walk in and walk out, but you couldn't drive in. Like, we did that when we went to L.A. a couple of times. We drove down and just crossed over, but, like, we were only there for a couple hours. So here's what doesn't make sense. Yeah, thank you. It says that from from New York to Montreal is... 11 hours by train or is that a bus hold on i'm trying to actually that's a bus oh i was trying to find a train so go to just like go to train stations okay hold on go to amtrak right there go back yeah yeah okay. that's amtrak okay it's so amtrak we're gonna hire shush so if you hit the schedule it's still 10 hours yeah so i mean did he take some NyQuil before he got on this train, or... Apparently, he's really just that um, that sleepy, but here, A, that picture I is would beautiful. get into that. Oh, wait. I have to tell you about one of the TikToks that I'm following. Okay. She, um, it's a lady, and she, her first video of this series was, I've been in Vermont for five days, and nobody's asked me if I want to save an inn or I think I saw that exact one <laughs> she's like every plot of a romance novel is wrong I've like, legit every, been following her yes and then I think I, commented I do too and I was like are you sure this isn't a reverse hallmark could right? you maybe just move there right just wait a while um but let's okay so so but then okay I, I want to yes. read this part okay read okay. that part and then we'll get back so on Amtrak the the line as far as I can tell from this is called the Adirondack it goes from Montreal to Albany to New York or like whatever New York City it says 
The Adirondack travels daily from New York City through the lush wine country of the Hudson Valley into Montreal. Heading north, you're scheduled to depart from New York Penn Station in the morning and arrive in Montreal in the evening. Board the southbound train anywhere along the line and arrive in midtown Manhattan in time to enjoy dinner and nightlife in New York City. Ugh. But the picture is I'm very so nice. into that. It's like, can we stop can we in wine country? Just go right. So when we were so kids, fun. we would take the train from California up here, and that's a delicious ride. Also, up to Shemolt. To Shemolt. I know. <laughs> Grandma would we, have to come pick us yep, up. Yep. We used to. My aunt Linda and I would drop my mom mm-hmm. off in Shemolt, and my you know would pick her up in San Jose. Yeah. I know. I don't it's know why people don't delightful. do that as much. And little known fact about big city Anaheim, well. And downtown Fullerton, um, you can get on a tr- like a commuter train. Did, oh, I know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What was the thing you were going for? Where were we? Oh, the, the Russ Kipsey was asleep in, in Montreal. In Montreal. And there's a blonde girl who's staring at him when he wakes up. Very <clears throat> creepy. And she says, "I bet myself you would have beautiful eyes," and, and I, I won. won. Ooh. <laughs> So, I mean, it's gross on, on either side. If, yeah. if, if I woke up dude, and a dude, dude said that said to that me, me, he would get tased. Excuse my fucking pepper spray, bro. But also, I feel like if she is also I creepy. said it to someone, I would, not I would expect it. to be. You know, that could be the plot of a very nice um, Hallmark movie, <clears throat> but that's not where we are. No, no. So, <clears throat> he she says, do you want to get coffee? And he's like, well, I'm already fucking here in Montreal, I guess. And he, he says something like, do you live nearby or something? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's just a short two-hour ferry ride to Nova Scotia. Which, in the last one, when they were so going to party, they've ended up in, like, Nova Scotia before. Yeah, they have. And now he doesn't want to go. But, I mean, he does. He gets off the train and he's like, okay. But then also, like, he's not checking off any of his breakups. Nope. And he wasn't <laughs> planning for this. So he doesn't even have a change of chonies or a toothbrush. And I'm sorry, but I don't think that Amtrak turns itself around in the middle of the night like that. No. So anyway, um, that's that's that. If anybody is unclear about what chonies are. It's panties. It's underwear. <laughs> underwear. My sister still calls them that too. Well, your sister's right. Yep. I've got Trevor saying it too. On a case, I mean, he doesn't really. Yeah. Because I've always thought of chonies as more like girl underwear as opposed to like boys wearing like boxers or briefs or something. But I'm just saying, like. No, it's like the Mexican slang word for underwear. Just underwear. Yeah. Okay. Boys have chonies too. Okay. Boys have nipples too, but like. Totally useless. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, I did yeah. not spike the water. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, so d- let's now w- let's circle back to Phoebe's song. She's mm-hmm. still really struggling to write this holiday song because she thinks that everything has to rhyme. Rhyme, which I don't understand where that mentality is coming from because her um, like Smelly Cat, like her other songs don't necessarily rhyme. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. That's probably just a funny plot point. But she does come up with a cute little jingle about Monica and Hanukkah and Joey and Snowy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets most of it done. Ross and Santa Claus, in a weird way. And then she, like, says Chandler and Rachel and then garbles. And then just, yeah. 
And, uh... I feel like her first one was still okay if Rachel hadn't had such an issue with her name not rhyming with dreidel. And it's like, who cares? It's pretty damn close. I know. Ross doesn't rhyme with Santa Claus. No, or, well, then she changes it to, oh, she goes, and Ross doesn't decorate his tree with floss. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's funny when Phoebe gets mad. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it a lot because she's very much like, well, you're just being stupid. What's funny is um, they're talking about, Chandler says something about a 401k, and Phoebe goes, you have robots at your office? Yeah. And and he's like, yeah, sure. And then she says, he says where one of the guys works that he wants to set up with like Rachel, the fine food, foods division. Yeah. And um, Joey goes, your company has a fine foods division and makes robots? And Phoebe goes, he doesn't make them. He works with them and acts like she's the smart one and Joey's the dumb one. And I'm like... Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, as in the robots are making the fine food. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's cute. She's trying to be a good friend and write this song because that's her talent. Questionable talent. And she's broke. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I, I think this is also like a really fluffy episode. It is a little bit, because at the beginning, Chandler says something about wanting to take Kathy to see the Christmas tree and lights. The, and the um, paper's two weeks old. Right, but then yeah. we never see Kathy in right. the episode. Nope. Um, Joey and Monica, and then the whole thing with the restaurant is that they torture her so much that Joey finally does speak up and is yeah. like, oh, I do have a problem, and she fires him. Right. Um, but then in the end, he goes overboard and is like, it's going to be a lean Christmas. And lean, try, lean, lean like, for the dragon house. Right, making her guilty, and she's like, uh, that's enough. Should have thought that's about a- this. Should have yeah. thought about my wife and kids. Before I talked back to Chef Geller. Um, Which is kind of, I mean, I love that. Yeah. But, like, the I do appreciate that... Um, this maybe helped Monica get some, like, self-confidence. Because she mm-hmm. says that. She's like, I don't like confrontation. Um, and I don't know how you can be a head chef without it. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe I've yeah. watched too many cooking shows. And all those people are pretty much assholes. <laughs> no, I've worked in too many restaurants. The chefs are kind of assholles usually, aren't they? Or at least they're like, assertive. In, in the moment? Yeah. yeah. But they're always the best. Yeah. Like, every chef that I've ever worked with is, like, the best. Yeah, but in that moment, they're like, get this done, do it right, like... Don't fuck with my recipes. Right, and so she just kind of lets it go, which is not good, it's right? Not, like that's They are how do you all get, over her. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she should have fired the whole staff, but... Um, but she's also... I mean, she's not in charge of firing. The only, the only people that she would be immediately in charge of firing are the other cooks. Yeah. And it's mostly the wait staff that's being dicks to her. Yeah. Sorry, I'm tapping on the table. That's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but it is a good, you know, it's a cute lead up to Christmas, right. Christmas mm-hmm. episodes. Um, and you really do need this. And uh, some of it's going to get circled back to, like, um, uh, I don't maybe not... No, I'm going to look up our next couple episodes because I think you actually might be right where we're coming up to, um, I, are we coming up to the one where the boys end up shopping at a gas station or do we already have that one? 
Oh, God, the next episode is the one with Phoebe's uterus. Oh, yeah, it is. <gasps> so, no, we don't circle back to much of anything. No, um, but what's funny is if you... if you've watched the show as many times as you know maybe we have or whatever if you look closely in this episode you can tell that um uh lisa kudrow was pregnant like you can see that they were they were already starting she's behind the guitar the whole time right and that kind of like cover your you know cover your abdomen um kind of thing that they do to yeah so we've got um, we've got the one with Phoebe's uterus in Little Minnesota mm. next week. So I'm going to get to say Minnesota a lot. And, and I'm going to... Don't hit me. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so, uh, fun things about the podcast. Um, since we last recorded, Pod Mom has watched two episodes of how my mother so if you um you know don't remember from our first season or maybe you're just tuning in now um my mom has always said that she would not watch how i met your mother because she just couldn't believe neil patrick harris as a womanizer and i was like okay fine that's a stupid reason but i'm gonna let her have it it's her choice she's just stuck on him being doogie hauser Probably. And gay. And gay. So then, um, since mom's been working from home, I, you know, same as me since March, and a lot of times she has The Price is Right on in the background, mm-hmm. and so they've been having all the reruns, the 80s week, 90s week, and, you know, Drew Carey dressing up and stuff, and we were um, joking about somebody putting in their bid for the showcase and them being like, $15,000 low. Like, people right. have been, they just lowball it so bad. And so I was like, well, you know, there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother when where he goes on The Price is Right. And yep. she's like, oh, really? And so I put it on because I was like, before I move out, why don't you watch this with me? And she was totally laughing. And then we were eating dinner and we couldn't really decide on anything else to watch. And she goes, well, why don't you just, why don't you just put that show back on? And I was like, you want to start with the pilot? And she goes... Yeah. He saw you I, got, like, I saw you were on like a super early episode. Yeah, and I was, I was like, like well, oh, let's watch the very first one so you know yeah, what's happening. Just, and she's like, try it. She's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I can do that. And I was like, yeah, you might like it. And then um, my friend Haley, who I lived with when I moved back from Nevada and um, who we've been hanging out since I've been, you know, back in town um she has been texting me so it's on one of the the satellite like just over the air dish oh, um, yeah. channels it's the laugh channel oh yeah and so she doesn't like she doesn't do cable and she just has it on the background sometimes because they have like home improvement and all oh, kinds cute. of really fun 90s shows um and she goes I'm watching How I Met Your Mother, but it's not in order. And I was like, are you confused yet? And I'm like, you should just watch it on Hulu or something. But she, so she'll text me really funny things where she's like, I don't remember this happening. Or um, she texted me, oh, she was freaking out when she realized that Brad is Joe Mangianello from True Blood. Because, of course, we loved him on True Blood because he, like, got basically naked. Oh, I was going to say Magic Mike. That too. Yeah. That too. I mean. But the first was True Blood because we used to watch it at our friend 
Caitlin's house because she was the only one with HBO. Do you remember like what having? We, I think we've talked about this before, at least it, in the context. Like you would get together with your girlfriends or whatever, and you would have a watch party. You just we, watch. We watched True Blood on Sunday night every night yeah. at, or every week because I lived with. Haley, and then we all worked together at Blockbuster, and we all, like, Caitlin had read most of the books, and I'd read, like, the first book, and so we would just pile in my car, they would maybe have a couple cocktails, I was designated driver, and we would watch it at her house and go home. We don't don't do that anymore. And you know why? It's because we can binge everything. Because there's not a weekly... Well, there's there's that part of it, and then it's like, you know, I, I think part of it is also the age we were when we were doing that. Yeah. Because, I mean, we we had TiVo back then, at least when I was in my early 20s, and we could stack up a couple episodes, but that was beside the point. The yeah. whole point was to get together every week. Yeah. No, it was super fun, and we used to do, like, not themed cocktails, but still, like, somebody would bring a bottle of something and... Yeah. Um, because they like gin and tonics, and at the time I didn't, yeah. you know, so it was like somebody would make me something else. Um, so she texted me one night, and she goes, oh, also, she's, she goes, Biden reminds me of Jim from The Office. And I forgot to text her back that Biden's actually from Scranton, where The oh, Office really is funny. set. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, we were live texting each other during mm. the debate, and it was painful. Mm-hmm. She goes, I hope you're prepared to keep hearing from me as I watch him yum. Two points of note to note from today's viewing. One, had no idea that Robin was such a funny character and the actress is hilarious and commits. Only saw her in the Avengers as the most boring character and didn't think much of her as an actress. She said that when we were moving you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, two, Marshall's mother refers to her boobs as the Minnesota twins. Today I finally named mine. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, but tell me. Let me. Oh, well, you know what? Wait and ask her if that's something she's comfortable with. Yeah. She goes, I won't talk about my boobs again. <laughs> but well, she has she, been like... Clearly she doesn't listen to this podcast. Right. And then the thing about Jomi and Ginello being uh-huh. then. And um, yeah, it's just been really funny because I, I didn't realize maybe she didn't watch it when it was... On. Like, you know, yeah. on the network or whatever so it's really fun to have another person be like oh my god I love how about your mother and I'm like I know I know <laughs> it's so good I've been trying to tell you that yeah um she's also my little um like we went to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. um little memorial thing a couple weeks ago together because she hasn't um ever been like super outgoing about her sure. politics and it's nice to kind of have someone to chat with about that Um, okay. I think that's the only two, um, although she did send me the gif of him saying, I'm 100% awesome and you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's a fun one. So, um, yeah. So obviously the same as, you know, anytime, if you have thoughts about, um, our episode, the episodes we, um, are talking about, um, you want to tell us to like stop talking about stuff that's not related to that's never gonna happen sorry yeah, sorry you can you, you can, can try say, you can tell us that but it's not gonna happen um so I will try and get back um on to posting on social media more often um but here's the thing about that if you message me on our social accounts I'm more likely to respond um I, I still see them I'm just not posting on social media every right. day it's just not um in my bandwidth right now 
Uh, maybe we need an intern. Haley would do it. A free intern. That's what I mean. Like a free one. Like she just has time on her hands. Um, so we're at H-I-M-Y friends pod on like pretty much every social. And then the email is howimetyourfriendspod at gmail.com. Correct. Yes. We're at almost 16,000 listens. That's good. I know. It's really fun. I have stopped checking the numbers every day though. I want well, you to that's because we haven't really... No, but I want you to know that I haven't been like, you know, oh my God, what are they doing? Yeah. I just like that you guys are listening. I'm not going to care anymore about how many downloads. Because like, really, just I not... mean, I'm very thankful that you're here, but this is for us. Yeah. So. So. If you want to continue to share in the madness, I'm so for it. <laughs> but. One of the times we're going to have to record like video record us at the same time because we make hand gestures there's that a, no and there's one else a lot of side see. eye from me to julie <laughs> like like we really should be live should. streaming it at the same time because like maybe do, not live streaming but definitely funny, like recording yeah we do funny um hand i'll put gestures on my makeup oh god and a low cut and then, top and then no, people will have to see this oh julie shaved her head oh I really did, guys. I shaved my head. I'm into it. Not down to, like, my skin, but that's what? About a half an inch? Quarter of an inch? Mm, it's like a half an inch. Half an inch. Um, I'm going to donate the hair. It was for a fundraiser. It was because I've always wanted to shave my head just once yeah. to see what I looked like. I didn't think you were going to dye it. Oh, no. I always meant to go that lighter red. Remember that picture that I showed you? Yeah, but I thought you were just going to, like, let it be your natural color for a little bit. Start fresh. Oh, man. It looked like you couldn't even see it. I like, could totally see it. I loved it. it. No. no, my natural hair color is terrible. No, your natural hair color is <laughs> strawberry fucking blonde. Okay. What is wrong with you? So, I did shave my head. Um, I don't plan on really posting a whole lot of pictures of it, but if you already it, follow me on social media or you want to really find it, I will share it. I like it. Yeah. I think I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I so, can see that. Yeah. It's just one of those like Oh um, shit. Yeah. The first couple times that after I did it and after Elise went back to Portland, I walked through my bathroom and scared <laughs> myself, first of all. And then I dyed it the lighter red and I looked like Chucky. And so then I went back. This is the exact same dark red that I know, it's been but for like four years. I didn't think you were going to dye it is I know. what I'm saying. I know. It's, feel it. No. It's very fuzzy. It is very fuzzy. I have Velcro on my head. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. We could, oh, I could get those like sticky Velcro balls. We could stick them to my Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd have to get me a little drunk. Um, uh, okay. So, yeah, lots of changes and transitions happening right now. Yeah. Some good, some... I'm going to deal with yeah. most. I love my house. It's yes. going to be great. It's a cool space. Yeah. It's going to be a great thing to, for us to be able to record together and actually mm -hmm. see you in the flesh. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Me too. Yeah. So do you have anything else for this episode, dear? I feel like we should say our friend of the day, maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love that she keeps me on track because I did not note friend of the day. Okay. Um, I'm definitely giving it to Chandler. Okay. I kind of let it slip, like, earlier when we were talking. Oh, yeah. No, he he does some good stuff. He, he, like, did, he did some good things. Like, he was... The thing is, is he was listening to Rachel. Rachel said, yeah. I want a fling. Yeah, and then he got her a fling. He got her a fling. And then she said, no, you can't say that I want a fling. So, I mean, 
he just kind of overcorrected. Well, Instead of just like leaving it alone yeah. or saying, no, you, you can't, you can't, you can't say anything. Like you just got to leave it alone. Yeah. But he did. Everybody should yeah. have been on the same page. I mean, this is what Tinder was made for. If you just need a booty call, get a booty call. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it to Marshall. Also. My... For both yep. messing with the boys. Yep. And then getting them out of trouble. Yep. And then punching Doug because he deserved yep. it. Yep. Yep. It's Marshall. And when Lily says to him, you are the man little boys should grow up to be and the man every little girl should marry. And I was like, oh my God, where's my Marshall? Um, Onlayersonly.com. Or I need to move to Minnesota. Hard pass. Hard pass. I would like the winters. Hard pass. (laughs) I know. That's what Allison says too. She's like, no, no snow. So I think that's a good week. We, we I think did our we did it. of the days really fast. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, like, we're on the ball. It's like we've um, done this before. I know, right? We've done it for two years exactly. I know. Because oh, and also since we were recording this on the thirteenth, and it will go up on the fifteenth. Happy so, birthday, Allison! Today is Allison's 29th birthday. Yeah, she's so young. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys remember back from season one, our our previous co-host Miss Allison, who lives in Portland still, and so. has a very full plate. Oh yeah, and the and cutest a very baby. cute baby. The cutest baby you ever I seen. Want to eat her cheekies? I know her little toesies. Oh my god. Yeah, I have some pictures I can show a you. Toe sandwich right now. <laughs> All right, I think with I'm gonna label this episode a toe sandwich. <laughs> the one with the toe sandwich. The, one with the toe sandwich. Okay. All right, I think that's it. Um, until next time, thank you so much for being a listener of our podcast and supporting us for two years. So, yeah, we missed you, friends. Yeah, we will talk to you hopefully next week. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.